0: Alright, what's up and welcome back for another episode of Cognizant and Cognizance, the podcast born out of recognizing the importance of the second stage of the mastery process, conscious incompetence. This is your host, Jim Perro speaking, and every week I add a new chapter onto the anthological discussion on life, taking action, and the value of conscious thought. Join me and the occasional guest for a head in the clouds perspective on how to stay grounded and win in all that you do. Enjoy! Hey, what's going on? I'm going to get right into it here, Um, starting off with a bang, not necessarily a bang, just because this is what I do every week, but uh, starting with my 10 cents for thought, 10 questions that I try to ask myself every day, and after about a week of asking these questions of myself, I will do what I always do, which is bring the answers here to you. Um, and so again, getting right into it today, question one, first penny, am I a little better today than I was yesterday? And I think that the answer, uh, today for me is an absolute yes. Uh, I did pretty well today. We're finishing up some training at work. Um, and I mean, it was, they're basically what's happening at work has been happening. happened on Monday. Uh, yesterday we were back to working and then doing it again today. Um, the entire sales floor is going through training and it's a really elementary training it's the same training that all the new hires get but it's much better new hire training than what anyone else on the floor had ever gotten so you know they're putting everyone through this training and i just happen to be part of the first group that got randomly selected so whatever i was a little bitter about it on monday if i'm being completely honest um just because it's shit that I don't really want to do. It's basic stuff that I don't think is necessarily above me, but, um, you know, just not engaging shit. And so today, I did a lot better than I did on Monday with actually paying attention and and engaging with the trainer and kind of working through all that because, you know, I don't necessarily like what i'm doing anyway so having to do bullshit like that isn't exactly fun either um but yeah i persevered and that that, that goes along for question two today i i kept my smart ass comments to myself just kind of kept my head down and I, I learned what i needed to learn and we actually un- we we all uncovered some some relatively uncomfortable truths about ourselves and our habits and our different quirks and where we get the sales process wrong even though everyone in there obviously is gainfully employed at this company. You know, we all have our own little different things that we do. And to acknowledge that in front of a big room full of people and do it honestly and honestly critique other people to help them grow in the same way that I plan to through the training, um, was really good. It was very humbling to have, A room of 10 other people tell you what you're doing terribly and what's okay about what you're doing that's always a humbling experience is that that crowdsourced um criticism or i should say feedback crowdsourced feedback sure um scent number three did i get my best at work today certainly did um started the month off with a bang had a nice little deal locked up by 10 30 this morning so that was good um so like i said started the month off with the bang um and then just kind of wrote out the rest of the day in the training room which was um you know i was it was work in there don't get me wrong it was definitely work it's just not as much as i normally would be doing but it was a productive day nonetheless so today absolutely gave my best at work um what did i learn new today whole bunch of different sales techniques that weren't necessarily new but new acronyms for the same sales techniques that I've worked on like I don't overcoming objections and how to properly and effectively ask questions all these different things that if you're a salesperson you know exactly what I'm talking about and if you're not a salesperson probably just sounds like a bunch of gobbledygook to you but I learned a few different new um a few different new acronyms today QLAC EC What was it? EF. EFBCQ. Shit like that. I'm not going to get into those. Some of those aren't necessarily new, but new way of framing things that have been kind of burned into my skull since I've been working here and in all my other jobs. So anyway, um, here's the nickel. Have I made healthier choices? This is one of my favorite ones just because I like to. Kind of humble brag about working out, which I am getting in a very good habit of, as per usual. Um, Didn't get up and go this morning when I should have, just because I didn't really feel like getting out of bed. Wasn't really in the mood. Um, Went right after work. Went and actually looked at a couple other apartments today, too. Uh, They sucked, but here we are. Um, And then I went to the gym after that, so that was good. I mean, it, it was a solid hour workout. Came home crushed some delicious ass dinner nice little salad with some grilled chicken um and some grilled cauliflower that i bought at wegman's yesterday and didn't have the chance to eat was delicious by the way um nickel and a penny here have i protected my planet Still not a vegan, so I'm a piece of shit. You know, what are you going to do? Recycling, as per usual. we were just talking about the electricity bill. I actually got our first summer month electricity bill, and it's like $30 lower already than it was during the winter, so that's good. Um, Just kind of having conversations about, you know, different ways that I can not be a piece of shit to the planet. Um, So that's good. Question seven nickel and two pennies. Have I expressed my love for my family and friends? Um, keyword being express. No, not necessarily. I haven't talked to my brother in a couple days. Um, I haven't talked to my dad in a few days either. So obviously I love them, but I haven't taken the time to tell them over the past few days, which is, um, not, not so good, not so good and not very useful to having a good relationship with your family, but Hey, what are you going to do? Um, question eight, Have I spent quality time with my spouse? Gonna just gloss over that. It's the same answer that it's been. Y'all know what I'm doing. If you listen every week, you know exactly what I'm doing. So, um, number nine, do I bear any grudges against anyone? Um, you know, I actually had one that I was thinking about today. Like, fuck that. But I can't seem to remember it. So it must not be that important, but... I'm sure as soon as I'm done with this episode, I'll think of it and I'll say, ah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of pissed at that. But in any case, like I said, must not have been that important or an actual serious grudge because for the life of me, I can't actually remember what it was. So any whoozles question 10. We're rounding it out with a dime here. Am I content with my life? Simultaneously, my least and most favorite question on this list. And no, certainly not. So much to do. So much to see. So many different uh, different things that I want to get done. I've been setting myself a few different little goals lately instead of the, the larger goals. I have a nice couple of videos, informational videos that I need to watch. Um, you know, hunting for you know, jobs in other cities, not that I don't love Rochester, why the fuck not, right? Um, maybe that'll do something for me, but at the end of the day, um, happiness is really the only ambition here. I'm not complacent, I don't really function well if I don't have some kind of a gold to strive for even something really small, but, you know, happy to be breathing and happy to have the existence that I've had so far. And it's only going to get better. So, guess long story short, I am not content just yet here. Um, anyways, so that's that. We have, uh, there's my 10 cents for thought. Sure, you just enjoyed the shit out of that. Um, so this week, as I said um, I said in the post that you probably just glossed over before you started reading this, uh, today is the first day of May, May 1st. Woo! Yeah, everybody clap. And so today's Daily Stoic entry marks two things, actually. I didn't even really realize this going into it until I opened the book up today. And so May is the beginning of a new theme. Yes, the the theme of this month is right action. But it's also important because part one of the Daily Stoic is now over. So if you remember, which I don't actually... Part one, let me open this up. Part one of the book is the discipline of perception. and So the discipline of perception was all about, you know, clarity of thought and controlling your passion and emotions, being aware of things, keeping your biases out of your thought. And so today is the first day of the month of right action and so I'm assuming you can probably guess what the theme for part two is that's right the discipline of action and so um, every four months there is a new theme there's a new discipline that is kind of categorized under the way that it's most useful to consider your actions and it provides just an additional lens to the the grander scheme of what you're actually working towards and maybe not you but necessarily but what I'm working towards which is to sort of figure myself out and master myself and I mean hopefully you are too obviously um, so I'm, uh, let me get that book back and so what I'm gonna do whoops I'm going to jump right into today's entry because uh, it's a a short one. It was a really, really short one, but I think it's really, really good. Um, And it very, very strongly relates to what I want to talk about immediately after, which is why I'm going to be talking about that. So today, uh, May 1st, the first day of the month of right action. And today's entry is titled, Make Character Your Loudest Statement, which whew right off the bat if that doesn't hit home with you and you can't kind of figure out where i'm going with this then you know read up anyway so musonius rufus from his uh i think it's a diary or like a journal or something i don't know i've never read lectures but i know musonius rufus he says for philosophy doesn't consist in outward display but in taking heed to what is needed and being mindful of it And so that's the short quote. And then we have an equally short explanation from Holiday and Hanselman that goes like this. The monk dresses in his robes. A priest puts on his collar. A banker wears an expensive suit and carries a briefcase. A stoic has no uniform and resembles no stereotype. They're not identifiable by look or by sight or by sound. The only way to recognize them? By their character. And so, you know, that is simultaneously useful and not useful depending where you are in your character journey and i would say you know you can you can very easily hold on one second and so you can very easily tell whether someone is a good person or not based on the things that they do the the way that they act around other people the way that they carry themselves the way that they behave and what their values are and i think character what your character is is simply an an outwardly visible expression of your values and your moral code or your code of ethics and i think that that outward expression is like i said simultaneously useful and not very useful at all The way that it becomes useful is for other people to gauge that their interest in interacting with you and see exactly, you know, that's a lens for another person to interpret you and to interpret your actions and in some cases predict what your actions could be because they think they have a good idea of who you are and the way that you work. And where I suppose that lens may not be so useful and important is when you think a different way than that outward projection of your inner values conveys your thought to other people and so where that again where that becomes not useful is when there's there's a bit of a there's a a cognitive like a dissonance there's a dissonance between w- the way you actually think and the way your actions speak to other people and obviously you know very apt to cause a bit of an existential crisis like no I, I didn't mean that like I don't think that at all I get myself into that shitty fucking situation all the time because I'm not the brightest human that's ever lived and I don't always think before I act but I mean sure yeah that, that's not so good that's not exactly a good position to be in and you know what do you what do you do how do you get yourself out of that position yeah i know i hear you asking me jim jim what do we do please tell me i'm sure you're just so dying you're just all dying to hear exactly what i have to say about that uh, but i do i do have some very some very choice words regarding that and obviously you know if you don't like where you are in life and you don't like who you are as a person you don't like what you're become you don't like the crutches that you've been leaning on you don't like you know, you don't like the progression or the path that you seem to be on, whether you've put yourself there or someone else has put you there or what have you. Obviously, in that case, the only thing that you really can do is change. That's your only option. If you don't like where you're going, you have to change your path. And a lot of people, I mean, I couldn't name names if I tried, but I think you'll agree with me on this, that, um, Especially over the course of the past six months, what I've been talking about is the importance of changing not only f- for yourself, but from yourself. You can't use external events to change you. This is this, it's a truly, truly mistaken point of view that the only way you can change is with the help of someone else when in reality the only way that a human is ever able to correct an action or to move in the direction that they think they should be moving that comes from inside you and now i had uh, obviously you know you take that thought on its face and sure yeah that could be absolutely correct but what if what if it didn't actually come from inside you? It's still under your control, but what if the the ability and the the catalyst for your change isn't inside you, but beneath you? And so, I've, what do you mean by that, Jim? Yeah, it's kind of a weird little concept here. Not to not to dig deep with inside yourself, but to dig underneath yourself, inside you and underneath you. Well, inside you, you have your desires. Those are your innate desires. Excuse me. And you have all your insecurities. You have your complications. And in order to conquer those things, you need to actualize them into the real world. You need to speak them into existence to create an actual, if not physical, at least tangible and digestible foe that you can now conquer when you have an insecurity or a complication a problem the easiest way to get over that is to actualize it into the real world and kind of um, conceptualize a word problem or just a general problem that you now are able to attack and so yeah sure that's all fine well and good that's those sound like good ways to master yourself but what if bear with me here what if, instead of manifesting change from within you, you manifest it from underneath you? The change that you discover beneath the surface of the real world forms in, I mean, essentially what you're doing here. I'm going to speak in a terraformed metaphor here. Now, think of yourself as the world. Think of your, your body As or you think of yourself as the universe, your consciousness is the universe, yourself and your body as the earth. Inside the earth, or inside the earth's atmosphere, is nature. You have trees, you have um, you know, you have dirt, you have rocks, you have plants, you have animals all running around. And what are those animals growing in? Those animals or those animals, what are those plants and trees growing in? They're growing in the soil. And so When you take those things, those truly important problems and those truly also important realizations and happy emotional feelings, when you allow those to blossom outwards from your body and from your soul, which is the soil... You're growing plants. You're growing flowers that are bursting into the world that others can now see from your soil. You're growing weeds in your grass when you let manif- negative emotions manifest in the real world and you radiate them out into other people. Now you have crabgrass in your yard and you have dandelions all over the freaking place. And so where are those coming from? You know, no matter how hard you try to keep, you know, pouring buckets of... Uh, insecticide onto your lawn not only are you killing the lawn a little bit but the weeds keep coming back and why is that because those insecticides aren't actually which is your you know your positivity your self-help books your chicken soup for the soul so to speak your re, your positive reinforcements all of those things are sure killing the negative emotions the weeds on the surface they're also killing the flowers because you're too focused on the symptoms of the problem instead of the cause of the problem and so what i've what i think i've come to realize and this is probably not an original thought whatsoever but change happens in the roots change doesn't happen on the surface above the grass if you want to get a weed out of you or if you want to reinforce the growth of a tree you don't just water the top or you don't just pour things on the top you get your nutrients down into the soil you get your nutrients into the soul Or better yet, if you're trying to get rid of a weed, you pull it out. You grab those roots right out of the ground. And the important part when you're trying to make a change, I think, is not what's on the surface. It's what's deep down within you, down in the soul. You don't see redwoods growing on the side of the highway, do you? Because there aren't any nutrients in the soil there for them to grow tall. And so when you allow your body and your soul to lose the nutrients of positivity within yourself within your own reinforcements you're not allowing any plants and any healthy vegetation to grow and so to go one level deeper just for one second here obviously change happens same analogy for the human body change happens on the cellular level in your in the human body if you have a pimple on your skin Change is not going to come from just wiping stuff on the surface of it. You can put makeup over a pimple all you want, but eventually you take that makeup off and you see the pimple again, and who knows, it might even be worse than when you covered it up. And I think the same applies to changes in your personality and your mindset. Those changes are only allowed to happen, they're only enabled to happen when you take a look behind that curtain or to stick with the analogy and stop bouncing all over the place when you dig up underneath the soil and find out what's really down there at the roots the books and the podcasts and listening to motivational speakers are yeah sure they're all important those are your nutrients and those are your those are your catalysts but that's not how you actually change they're signals and reminders that maybe you don't have it all figured out and you know maybe you have Um, you know, maybe you should try that. You should try these nutrients and see how it makes your plants grow. But at the end of the day, we have no control over anything other than what's in our soil. If you're planting a garden, you don't expect the gardener down the street to come over and till your soil and water your plants for you, do you? No, you do that yourself. And... The problem is, once you've already forgotten to water those plants and feed them, every day that you don't water them while you're waiting for rain is another step towards those plants withering away and dying. While we sit around and we're waiting for that transformational moment, we're waiting for that to show up in our lives and you know make everything better. That realization that we think we're looking for and that that important, whether it's a person to come into our lives or it's a person to leave our lives or it's a Like I said, just a transformational moment. You're waiting for that epiphany. While you sit around and you think about that, it's probably already happened. It's already occurred and you missed it because you were waiting for the big big signal, the big sign. And so something that I'm going to be practicing because I've been fucking thinking about this all day like a maniac... And i've been thinking in terms of plant metaphors all day too which is actually kind of annoying now that i think about it but what do you do obviously you you know you've worked yourself into a spot i work myself into a corner all the time i very frequently leave myself high and dry just because i'm not focusing on the correct things and so what do you do when you've worked yourself in looking back to either last week or two weeks ago you had the courage to make a full stop have the courage to get your shovel out have the courage to clear away all that dead vegetation and all the whether what is it physical or emotional or spiritual vegetation it's laying on the forest floor have the courage to really dig that up dig up the soil that covers your roots look back into the past and examine your habits think about your wins and your losses your smiles frowns patterns inconsistencies how you ended up where you are right now and if You know, looking back, what you see, that looks like a healthy network of tendrils kind of absorbing all the nutrition in the soil that they can, then fine, good. Cover them back up, get down to business, and do what you need to do. You're on the right path. If not, you got some work to do. If so, fill your soil, meaning, you know, your life and your body and your soul, with as many nutrients as you can. Bring people who add value and stability and contribute to your happiness. Water your garden and, and just be the healthy plant that you are and, uh, and lean into the sunlight. And for that, I will, uh, you know, that's the end of my rant. have been thinking about that all day here. Um, plants do lean into the sunlight <laughs> after all it's literally documented. So, you know, lean in and, uh, while you're leaning, I'll be growing alongside you and, uh, we'll see you next week. Peace.